Flying Casuals brought to you by Patreon supporters Brent, Kelly Breckner, Jory Webb, Wes Anderson, David Bush, and Nate Edison. May the force be with you. You're listening to Flying Casual, a Star Wars podcast. Here's your host, Michael Canterbury. Flying Casual fam, another week in isolation. Holly? Yes. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm superb. Superb. Um, Luke, are you holding out in isolation? Are we your only form of outside contact? You're most of it, yes. <laughs> Flattering. It is. It's it's incredible uh, how much you need outside interaction. I mean, family is great, but I mean, you you long for interaction. Holly, you just said the other. I can't wait till we get to go to a bar with friends. Yeah, like a classy one. I don't know what I'm talking. You know, a dive bar. A di- I mean, a whatever. That may be what it comes to because we're in a recession. The dive bars need help too. Luke, am I right? I mean, it's not just those, you know, those craft breweries that need the assistance here. We got we got some dives out here that need some help too. Take all kinds. Hey man, they take all kinds. I think they would accept us, you know. You can have two dollar well drinks all night, whatever. I mean, th- yeah, that used to be the thing. I used to go uh, to uh, uh, the uh, Woodlands back in the day in 2010. They had two dollar beers, everything, craft everything. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Those days are gone. I think maybe it's like a four dollar drink now, but uh, boy, those were the times. So, guys, I, I hope you know if we are your only you know source of of outside uh, entertainment, you know, thank you for joining us. Uh, hopefully, this isn't all you're getting. Um, I think we're a pretty entertaining group, you know. But I mean, um, there are other forms of entertainment. But we're glad you're with us. I hope everyone is staying as safe as possible. I, I'm ho- I, fe- I have a feeling. I know it's Easter. You know. T- Today, technically, we're recording. It's it's Easter Sunday for some of you that Why celebrate. Why did you put Easter in quotes? It was more so for where I was going with the topic. <laughs> I don't know why I quoted Easter. Easter is a thing. Oh, it's, it's a holiday. Easter. It's Easter here. Well, that was for those that maybe don't necessarily celebrate it. Okay? And those that do celebrate it, that's fantastic, too. Uh, we, we accept everyone here. But if you don't celebrate casual. it, then happy Sunday. And if you don't celebrate I'm going to air quote it for you. Easter. Um, Easter. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, it's Easter Sunday. No coronavirus has not gone away. I mean, is this an update for anyone? It's still here. Uh, we expected nothing different. Um, so for those of you that maybe were hoping it was, you know, said and gone by now. Ugh. Sorry about your luck. Sorry about your luck. We got a long way to go still. But I'm hopeful that the end is in sight. Mm-hmm. I'm, at least the peak, you know, that we all were trying to get to, uh, to allow our, our emergency and, and health workers um, time to breathe, really, and, and, and treat this at less capacity. Um, hopefully so I, I, I hope I can see the, the light, I hope. Um, whoa, that sounded, are you dying? Really cryptic. <laughs> um, no, maybe first it's Easter, Easter. then you see the light. Did I watch 12 hours of house hunters yesterday? Yes, I did. Holly. Today, probably. Today. Was it? <laughs> I have lost all, all sense up. of time. Um, yeah, a lot of house hunters in this house. So that's what's been going on. Mm-hmm. Chip and, and Joanna Gaines have been keeping us going. That's fixer upper. 
Wait, what was I saying? House hunters. House hunters. Jesus. So Fixer Upper was yesterday. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Everyone's like, God, does it, did this guy watch Fixer Upper? Yes, I did. It does was a big fan. Does he know anything? But yesterday was a big Fixer Upper day, Holly. Was uh, it? It was. <laughs> was that not yesterday? Am I missing something? Time is a flat circle. Wow. It's like we're talking about Earth or something. Um, no, we did watch Fixture Upper yesterday. A lot of house hunters today. Um, a lot of Hulu watching. So I've got construction on the mine, but, you know, there's still there's still some Star Wars left, Holly. Mm-hmm. Still some Star Wars to talk about. Um, I know you guys hopefully are caught up on the latest episode of Clone Wars. Anybody recall the title? This is two weeks in a row. I don't have it. I don't remember. Nada. It oh, was. I just had it pulled up together again. Together uh, yes. again. A great title. Um, so hopefully you're caught up on that, guys. We are going to talk about that. Uh, we're also going to talk about the first installment of the new Vader comic line. And boy, it was an enjoyable one. Um, I was a huge fan of the prior lines. And this one so far uh, does not disappoint. I-, I will say the cover of the first issue when it came out captivated me immediately i love the artwork and i love seeing death troopers there with vader it was fantastic so i'm glad we're we're a couple you know uh weeks behind on it but we got to sink our teeth into that first issue i think you guys if you're going to check it out you'll thoroughly enjoy it we'll try to recap it for you and talk about it a little bit here but before any of that holly i gotta start you know you got me off you know off my game uh, calling me out. Mike doesn't know home entertainment or uh, home improvement shows. Uh, he knows home entertainment. <laughs> that sounded somewhat <laughs> don't pornographic. Know. I don't know why, um, but it He's felt on a roll dirty. Tonight. It felt dirty. Home improvement <laughs> entertainment, um, but also home entertainment. Um, I feel like we need to do something fun. Get me back. You know, English isn't my strength either. So maybe an issue of Mad Libs wouldn't be the best, but I f- it, it feels right right now. So you want the Mad Libs. I want the Mad Libs, um, even if it, you know, it knocks me out cold. Do you have an issue ready? I have, yes, I do. Luke, are you down for another installment of Mad Libs Star Wars? I always am. Let's do it, guys. Uh, Holly, what are we working with here? Uh, Dressing as Darth Vader. Wow. (laughs) I just figured it was appropriate because we read the Darth Vader line. Here's the thing. it doesn't seem like it would be that complicated, but I'm sure it is. We'll find out. I mean, he has to get ready every day, right? He Does has to he? go into the... Yes. Did you see Rogue One? He has to go into the back to tank, probably naked, I presume, unless he's got a loincloth on or something, gets dipped yeah, in it. Yeah, he's got the diaper like Luke in the Empire. <laughs> exactly. So he starts from a diaper, and he doesn't have these limbs, right? So, I mean, he has to get dressed every day and it's much more difficult than you and i just going in the closet does he get placed in the back to tank with a crane oh yeah like palpatine crane that does appear there's a running theme there <laughs> yes okay. um somewhat of a crane yeah I, unless he has handlers that were dipping them in there but i doubt it not a fan of that idea not if i mean i would pay to see it but <laughs> anyway that's your home entertainment so we're <laughs> Yes, uh, pornography with the Star Wars flair. Um, and a back to tank. And a back to tank. Uh, God knows what kind of electronics uh, you're going to find on that set. Phrasing <laughs> yeah. of some sort. <laughs> some sort. Uh, Holly, we're getting dressed as Darth Vader today. What do you have? 
Okay, you guys remember the rules. Yeah. I ask for a type of word, and you give it to me. And I, I, I'm hoping, along with some of our listeners, we're going to need a refresher on what some of these things are, <laughs> um, purely for everyone else. Obviously, I know what I'm talking about here, but uh, uh, we'll let Luke start off, Holly, so go, go ahead. Okay, well, Luke, um, let's start with an adverb. Oh, Jesus, glad he oh, went that's, first. That's a tough one to start. To start off with, I know. So, yeah. So usually um, that's an ly, Michael. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. a good good refresher for Luke. Describes a verb. Uh, <laughs> quietly. Perfect. That's, uh, that's the only thing I can come up with. You know, I imagine him getting dressed isn't quiet, but <laughs> who knows? Well, when there's you're in the home of, entertainment industry, Holly, not it's not quiet. To rustle around. Wow, more home entertainment references. Continue. <laughs> a noun. That's a person, place, or thing. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to continue with our theme, zucchini. Oh, oh. Hello. <laughs> zucchini <clears throat> and a back to tank. I should have said back to tank, but no zucchini. zucchini. Okay. Uh, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not a limb. You know that, right? Okay. <laughs> zucchini. <laughs> Depends on who you're asking. Go ahead. Anyway. Um, a part of the body, plural. Jesus. Ooh. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh. No, he's going to surprise us and be very mature. Watch yeah, I got to go with uh, elbows. Ooh. All right, Michael. I was going to say huevos, but. Do you want me to put that down? Because you have <laughs> the same thing next. It's a noun? No, it's a part of the body. Plural. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, let's say huevos. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who don't speak Spanish, Holly, it was, it was correct, and, and that's eggs. Yeah, eggs. perfect. Nailed it. Sure. And I took French, so that I mean that's a, that's awesome. For Colloquially, me. it's not eggs, but we'll move on. Ooh, yes. Uh, colloquial talk with Holly Walton. <laughs> colloquial with Holly Walton. Okay. That's a sub podcast <laughs> in this network. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, Luke, I need a noun. Toilet paper. <laughs> that is in high demand and um, out uh, of stock. Are we hitting any anything right here, Holly? Hopefully. <laughs> Something. Okay. Uh, okay, Michael, an yeah. adjective that describes a it noun. Describes a noun. Um, can I say muscular? Mm-hmm. Or, perf- mm. or no, is that? Yep. That works? Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Okay, muscular Luke. huevos. Muscular huevos. <laughs> uh, okay, I need another noun. Another noun. Uh, squirrel. Perfect. Holly, is it getting too dirty? I mean, if any point, you just need to cut it off Isn't that the point, for though? the kids. Yeah, but I want to. Yeah, you're right. This isn't, you know, this isn't, you know, this is Nickelodeon. Not, it's not a Disney. Well, it's a it is, and I would love to be approved by them at some point, and I would hope that they would understand, you know, some of this fun is for the adults, too. Go ahead. Disney movies, let me be clear. Yes. The animated Disney movies have a oh, lot of adult humor. Oh, raunchy as all get out. Yeah. yeah, so I feel like, you know, that should be okay, right? Absolutely. Cool. Um, Okay, I need an adjective. Jeezy uh, Pete's. That um, doesn't count. Yeah, no. Um, hmm. Describes. Swiftly, that's an, an adverb. adverb. Mm. Swift Smooth. would be 
Smooth is good too. <laughs> Swift is an adjective. Smooth is an adjective. Do you have a preference? Um, smooth. <laughs> okay. Well, that's even better. <laughs> Hoping that goes into the same sentence as Swift. <laughs> uh, it doesn't. Uh, but uh, Luke, adjective. Uh, sensual. Ooh. I like it. I can't wait to get crap from the folks in the group for Mike doesn't know. I never claimed to be an English <laughs> specialist here, folks. But uh, uh Michael, yeah. Another plural part of the body. Oh jeez. Pete's um toes. Perfect. Well, I don't want it to be too perfect. Is that too perfect? I've said perfect after every word. You don't know if You it's don't care. Holly's just like, how do we yeah, get through this episode? Congratulating you for what knowing what, what <laughs> a body part is. He knows. I have to That's sidebar so right now. Yes. Uh, Chewy is laying underneath the table, oh. but he has his head on the table leg, so it's Poor upright. Guy. That's because he doesn't have a bed in here. Poor guy. I'll have to take a picture when I'm done do. with this. And put we, it the, the, we could go to the Chewy camp the if we had enough cameras. but We don't, but... People did insist that we do the Chewy Cam one. You know what? For, you know, I'll, I'll use the magic of post-production and throw one in here right now. Perfect. So you can see Chewy just hanging out. See what he's doing. It probably you know, I'll won't probably, be I'll probably what forget I described. to do it. Yeah, it'll be something. He'll, it'll be him running. <laughs> and he'll be like, wait, that's not him laying down. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Next, I need a plural noun. Is that from Luke? Who's up? Yeah, am I Yeah, up? it's Luke. Yep, yep. Plural noun. Uh... Minox. Ooh. I, I might have used that one in another ad but it's always good. I love the Star Wars reference. Also, can we change huevos to sucas? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right? Like, I'm like, I'm not doing anything Star Wars. Sucas. Yeah. We'll use whatever fits better. Holly can I'm just going to, I mean. We'll see. Okay. We may change it. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. I mm -hmm. need a verb ending in ing. Uh, That's like running, floating, swimming, jogging. Grunting. Grunt. Mm -hmm. mm, that sounded like a good one. That was a mm-hmm. You guys heard it here in your earlobes. <laughs> All right, Luke, I need an adjective. Um, Wait, isn't the lobe the tangy thing on your ear? I got that wrong. Isn't the what? Isn't the lo that ear lobe your yeah. ear? Yeah, so that doesn't make any sense. Once again, no, I'm not an anatomy specialist. I just do home entertainment. Anatomy specialist? Go ahead. <laughs> a doctor? <laughs> sure, okay. yeah. All right, um, I need another body part. There are so many. Um, not for Darth Vader. Oh, wow. That was, that was really funny, Holly. I <laughs> give you that one. I was late to the joke. I didn't understand it at first. Mm -hmm. It all made sense there. Um, another, is that, does it have to be a human? It doesn't. It just has to be. Mm. Oh, we didn't already say, we've said elbow in the past. Yeah, it's, it's like I don't know that many limbs. It doesn't have to be a limb. Other body parts. Um, I'm looking at myself. I'm like, what's, you know. <laughs> what's going on well, here? Can we say butt cheek? Yeah. Perfect. Is that what you want? I don't know. That mean that that tells me it doesn't fit well. <laughs> I mean, where's butt cheek gonna fit well anyway? <laughs> we're, mo sentence, we're moving on. Cool. Luke, give me an adjective. 
Oh, adjective. It's uh, a long one. Phrasing. We're just taking our time. Yes. Harry. Ooh. Gross. Michael, <laughs> give me another adjective. Another adjective. Um, smelly. Okay, Luke. Um, hmm, we're going with the same theme. One more adjective. Ooh. Sweaty. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> It okay. just naturally follows. I know, it's going to be a good did. ending. I love it. Okay, Michael, plural Crazy. noun. Wow. Um, <laughs> Jawas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ew. Oh, here we go. It's going to be a good one, guys. Stick around if you haven't left already. All right, Luke, last but not least, an adjective. Uh, it's got to seal the deal. Has to. Bracing. What is happening on this episode? The it's exhausted, an adverb? Or could that be an uh, adjective? If it ends in ing, it can be an adjective. Is that like a horror? Exhausting. Uh huh. Yeah. Ooh. Exhausting. Okay. Yeah. Sexual right. story here with Vader dressing. Holly, remind me the title of this Mad Lib again. Yes, dressing as Darth Vader. Dressing as Darth Vader, uh, a promiscuous Vader. I'm, I'm sensing. We don't know if it is actually Darth Vader. What does or he wear in his quarters? Michael dressing as Darth Vader. Hmm. Yeah, probably something a little low cut. You know, a little above the knee action. I would assume. It's not though. very ladylike, but yeah, that's okay. I All dabble. right, well, dabble in the dark, here Holly. We go. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> Ew. I should have okay. a drum roll. All right. Ever since he was quietly burned on the Mustafar zucchini system. <laughs> it wasn't quietly. <laughs> it sure wasn't. Losing his elbows and his huevos, also known as Zucas, Darth Vader has been more machine than toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, amen. <laughs> and each day he must do um, he must don a muscular suit of armor in order to survive. Mm. First, that's true. I mean, that fits well. Uh, yeah, yeah. First, Darth Vader must wear a black leather squirrel that covers his entire smooth body. <laughs> <laughs> Next, he puts a long and <laughs> a long, a long and sensual cape. <laughs> <laughs> around his neck and covers his toes with a pair of Minox. Ooh. It, it might be. We don't know. I mean, who <laughs> even knows? We don't know. Finally, he must always have a grunting mask over his face yeah. and a shiny helmet on top of his butt cheek. I <laughs> <laughs> don't really know what's going on back there, so it could be. <laughs> it's under the cape, yeah. the sensual one. Hello. If all of that wasn't hairy enough, Ooh. great use of hairy. Yes. Darth Vader can only remove his smelly gear <laughs> in a sweaty chamber <laughs> filled with pre filled with pressurized Jawas. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> no. And you thought it was exhausting getting dressed every morning. Oh, well, I can imagine. Yeah, you have what pressurized Jawas. You're putting on Minoc boots. You're in a hairy situation. I mean, yeah, with Asuka, you it seems like you would be. Also, where does one get a leather squirrel? Well, yeah, you gotta, you know, you, you gotta tan it. Yeah, you, you skin know, you that thing, it tan it. Yeah, <laughs> just like they did uh, back in the day. Um, or maybe they still do. I have no idea. Once again, Holly, I'm not a tanning, you know, uh, professional. 
But uh, well, that was fun. A very unique take on on Vader dressing. It know, might in the be morning. the side of Vader that we see in the new comic line. It could be. That's a nice transition. I'll say <laughs> I would love a fun kind of, you know, comic or whatever animated series about Vader getting dressed in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see that. You know what I would like? Make him seem a little vulnerable. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But like, I would like a nice, fun comic mm-hmm. of Vader doing things Stand like up. bowling. Bowling. Wow. <laughs> you really want him to seem relatable, don't you? <laughs> playing pinball. Playing pinball. You know, I mean, there are some nice YouTube videos out there of, of cosplayers doing that. It's not actual Vader. But though. it's not Disney approved. But uh, So that would be a much different Vader, Holly, than who we got in the new Vader line. Um, mm-hmm. So nice transition there, Holly. Um, guys, this is something I was looking forward to very much so. We have been digging into a lot of comics here lately, and that's just you know something we want to do. But um, I encourage you guys, maybe the, you know, aren't really into reading the comics, go out and pick some of these up. Um, we can help lead you, you know, to, to really good lines. Because um, there isn't a ton of Star Wars content right now, and, and these comics lately are pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. Um, so y- you can trust, you know, with the past Vader lines that this is going to be a good one. It's not going to disappoint. And so far with issue one, I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued. Um, You're hooked. I, I think I am. And, and so we immediately, you know, we start out with, with um, Luke learning that Darth Vader is his father, right? It's a, it's a flashback. Um, and Luke gets away. He, he, but Vader's going through these, these memories, right? And, and it's cool when they do flashbacks of Vader's memories, they're all in red and I love it. It's just, it's just like, it's all this, this, this badness that has put him where he is now. And it's all in red. I love it. Um, so Luke gets away already, loses his hand, but he gets away and, 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 uh, we see the Millennium Falcon fly by, um, and they get away. It's great. And uh, Admiral, it's Piet, right? I think Admiral Piet's there. Admiral Piet at the at the helm, and and uh, he says, "Vader, the the Falcons got away, or the Skywalkers got away." And uh, and all of a sudden, Vader now is getting hailed by the Emperor. It's like the Emperor knows that he failed. Um, and uh, Vader takes off, right? He he takes a droid. He takes three Death Troopers, and he's like, "I'm I have." My own mission i'm gonna go do doesn't tell anyone where he's going i, I don't believe right he like dips out dips out which i think is great because you you don't necessarily expect that um and the droid's like you know where, where are we going to find the boy or whatever and he says when the time's right but i'm gonna go find who has been hiding me or hiding him from me this whole time which is is fantastic um so we go back to tattooing right they they uh I can't remember how the droid figures it out, but he goes through data that he has or whatever and figures out that's where Luke Skywalker came from, all this good stuff. And we just really get a lot of flashbacks once we get to Tatooine of, of Vader um, remembering the time and, and the Lars home, you know? like I guess wasn't really the Lars home, but uh, um, his time with Padme. And you see um, Luke's little um, teeth... I think you have a T-16. 16. Yeah, you see yeah. that. And it's what I loved is they have this droid with Vader the whole time. It's just him and the droid um, going through the old Lars homestead. 
And the, the droid really acts as the narrator of, of the past, right? And I think that's great because he's, he's curious about what they're looking at and he's kind of just narrating along so Vader doesn't have to. But you see these flashbacks um, that Vader's having of Padme and his, losing his mother and, and, and all this stuff. Um, and I love that even some of the, the, the imagery shows everything from Vader's actual perspective or Anakin's perspective. You see his hands out like fixing things or, you know, burying his parents. Like it's just, it's, it's, they're his mother, not his parents. Um, but it's just, I don't know. It was really effective for me and, and the droid I thought was a nice touch. He gets annoying a little at times, but I thought it was nice that he's there to narrate kind of the past and, and summarize why we're there and, and, and what he's looking at. Um, and so Holly, I want to come to you, you know, we, I'm, we're not all the way through the summary, but what, what, what do you like? You haven't read a Vader issue yet, mm -mm, not ever. but Vader's out, you know, doing a little side mission. Yeah. I think, uh, the first thing that I thought, because I think the last comic line that we were reading was we saw it from Luke's perspective right yeah. after his hand gets cut off when him yeah. and Vader have this confrontation and we see what Luke is doing at the same time. Yeah, so now it's awesome. just funny to me at the same time, I am reading this and I'm like, okay, well I know what Luke and Leia and Lando are doing right now. Yeah. So we get to see kind of what Vader is doing on the other side too. Cause we mm -hmm. know all of these events are transpiring within a few days yeah. of that initial confrontation. Absolutely. Um, so I kind of like that because I think it lined up really well with what we're reading in the current comics that are coming out about Luke too. Yeah, it's something, it's what I enjoyed about the old, those, the second Vader line that, that wrapped up not that long ago, but seeing how complicated things are for Vader, because it didn't just, you know, as much as it seems like Anakin just flipped a switch, like, I love that the comics are kind of fleshing that out a little more, that he still struggles with this, and he wants answers. How did this happen? Um, you know, I, I assumed the, the children died with Padme. Or is she really dead? I'm a, I know there's a whole Vader Immortal series with VR stuff that I would love to dig into. Honestly, I can't afford that <laughs> stuff right now. Um, but I'm probably going to watch some of that story and learn a little more about it. But I know he has a, a plan to try to bring Padme back, right? That was the whole point of turning in the first place is to, to save the ones you love. Um, so I love that we're getting just more in-depth, you know, with him um, and, and seeing him, you know, a little vulnerable at times. Um, but uh, Luke, what do you think so far? Well, I'm going to take my perspective a little bit outside of the story itself real quick. Yeah. Kind of pull back, uh, pull back the curtain, so to speak, and, and talk about m my experience with this comic. Uh, Mike gave me a little late notice that it was a topic for tonight's uh, podcast. So it I got was. my hands on it very recently and dug very into it. Very fresh, though. Very fresh. Very fresh. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so glad that you made it a topic and you, uh, you know, Push me to do it tonight because I've been working my way through the uh, Marvel Unlimited app. Yeah. I bought access to that in January and I've been just tearing through stuff. I read the first Vader line and I just started the second one. And mm. so I was going to wait to do this one. And then obviously, like I said, you prompted it for tonight's <laughs> uh, discussion. And I'm glad you did because, whoa, you know, blew me away. Uh, this this thing is a Star Wars love letter. Yeah. The, the, the team – putting this thing together, writing this thing, drawing it, uh, their, their Star Wars passion, their Star Wars knowledge, their Star Wars devotion just like shows through in the way that they present this story. And it was uh, so powerful and like meaningful to read through it because it's, it's tying 
all of Star Wars canon together up to this point. Because like you were talking about, it takes place basically right after Empire, like the the new mainline does that we, we yeah. talked a little bit about too. Uh, so it's nice that it's together with that timeline right now with that those issues coming out Definitely. around this time too. And to see all the pain, all the pain that's still inside yeah. of Vader and him experiencing uh, the memories of, of his family and things that he's lost. And we've been talking a lot about echoes in recent episodes. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars echoes. And it's, it's beautifully shown how, how Vader keeps making the same mistake with his family. Yeah. He to Padme says in, in revenge of the Sith, I can overthrow Palpatine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can overthrow the chancellor. I'm stronger than him. We can rule together. Mm-hmm. Rule with me. And she rejects it. She does. Luke comes around, his son, he makes the same mistake. He makes the same offer. Yeah. Says, we can overthrow the emperor. He's foreseen you will destroy him. Yeah. Join me. We will rule. And again, again, he gets rejected. Yeah. It's a beautiful echo. And there's an image in the, the comic book where it shows, you know, first Luke falling away oh. from him in Empire when he says, you know, I'm not going to join you. I'm going to fall down this yeah. pit in Bespin. And it, the image of Luke turns to Shmi. And then it turns to Padme, yeah. like these people who wouldn't follow him down his dark side path. And it's like I said, it's just such a like passionate love letter to to the Star Wars uh, saga, and I think highlights how beautifully uh, George put a lot of the story of one through six together. I was gonna bring that same imagery up it was so effective and it, it doesn't even stop there so it goes like luke mentioned it starts with an image of luke and it's it's we're looking at the past so it's all with the red hue you see luke falling down the shaft after he loses his hand and then in the same position going down that shaft is his mother shmi in the same position down that sma- that shaft that shaft <laughs> that shaft is 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 padme and then we go to a, a color image of Vader and, and him staring down at them. And then at the bottom of the page, it just has a red, red little, where, where you know, typically artwork would be, it's just a red box. And to me, that's almost just like, after he lost them, it's just nothingness. I thought that was so effective because it seems like, hey, why isn't there anything there? It's just a red box. Like, I lost my son. I lost my my mother, I lost the love of my life, and now I have nothing. And I think we're going to, and when we do in this issue, we're going to see him coming to terms with that, and all he has is pain at this point, right? And it's something that we see him, and he's when he's going through these flashbacks of, of confronting his son and saying, you join me, like the Emperor's foreseen it, you're going to overthrow him. He has, we get these flashbacks and those quotes, but then we get little thoughts in Vader's head. And he's like, You're powerful. You're, 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 you're strong or whatever. And he says, But also weak. And that's why he failed to, to beat him in that moment. And so his whole point of going back and, and, and finding those that were hiding his son from him the whole time is to punish them for making him weak. He's a Skywalker, damn it. He has my blood, 
and I'm going to go punish those who kept him from me because I could have made him strong. And that's another one of his failures. And I love that Luke brought out all these failures of, of Vader's and they're often the same thing. This was another of his failures because no, he wouldn't have been stronger. He's actually stronger because he was not with you in the moment. And, and, and him finding out all of this later in life drew him to compassion and forgiveness and that overcame the pain and the fear of all that he could have had or all that he had lost and so vader's failure is is so eminent in this issue and i love it and i love all the flashbacks like it's so fantastic we all know the story but it's so impactful when you're seeing it from darth vader's perspective you're not seeing it from anakin it's darth vader this menacing character who just needs a red lightsaber and a lot of force and he can really whoop some ass but he, he's vulnerable too. And that comes out when we see um, these, these what are they, pirates, I guess? Um, that they, they, they see this, they see uh, his, the Vader shuttle with the Death Troopers coming to Tatooine. They see it and they're like, huh, that looks like an easy snatch. Let's, let's hit this up. Um, I'm sure there's some credits in there we can get or whatever. And you're just like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> Holly immediately said, like, where these guys just, they don't even know what's about to happen to them. And you know, like, Vader's going to Tatooine. There's going to be a lot of darkness there with him. And whoever's on the end of that is in for a hurt. And uh, that's exactly what happens. These guys, uh, he leaves the Lars homestead, um, going back to his shuttle, and uh, it gets blown up by these pirates. And they're just like, hey, we got it. That was easy. Like, let's let's go collect or whatever. And and out from the flames is Vader. And they're just like, that's impossible. But it, it's not. And it reminded me, I know Luke Skywalker was merely projecting himself on Crate, but it was just the imagery itself and knowing that he's a Skywalker there coming out of the flames. It just reminded me of Luke in that moment too. Um, and so he wrecks those guys right and mm -hmm. and and the droid has a lot of a lot of comical moments and that's that's what's great this this, this droid is bringing like a, a c-3po com a comedic side to this story because it's vader it's serious but you're getting that fun star wars side and he's like um apparently we're just gonna stand here in this fire cool okay like i can't remember exactly what he says but it's it's really yeah comical. it's when the ship's coming in and he's like i think that maybe we should because he's trying to get him to move he's yeah like, i think that maybe we should Okay, standing yeah, here is just fine too. Yeah, standing here. Yeah, it, I thought that was really great. Um, so he destroys these guys, um, and then if I call recall correctly, guys, we, we end up in in this this apartment um, that's locked up, and he lands on this landing strip or whatever, and and you you see this face, this this this. It almost looked like a I don't even know what what do you call it, like a memorial or something mm -hmm. or or something with someone's face on the outside of this building. And I was like, that looks like Padme's face. And sure enough, he busts through the thing and we're in Padme's apartment on Coruscant. And they're looking for evidence of something, you know, whoever was hiding the, the children or whatever, the child he thinks right now. And we find a little chip, right? Of some sort that's tracking the room or, or something. They're monitoring the apartment for some reason. And so they trace that to, I don't even, Exabana, do you guys remember what the, the title of the, or the name of the planet something was? like Vendexa. Yeah. Vendexa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some strange planet, um, and I'm like, why are we here? And uh, there's these giant uh, squid-like monster things, I don't even know what they are. 
and uh, Vader busts through and 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 uh, I don't know if he destroys them. I, do you guys even recall how this ends? I don't remember how this ends. It was so random. Yeah, was that real time, Luke? Like, was that actually happening? Because yeah. it didn't seem like it was a flashback. But then all of a sudden, we're back in Padme's apartment. Well, I, I cheated a little bit because I've started issue two, so I can confirm that that scene that we see at the end. Um, so, like Mike was talking about the the memorial of Padme's face is they sealed up her apartment That's on right. on after yeah. she died. That's right. And so Vader breaks that open to go investigate her apartment, try to find clues about. Yep. Sort of what happened after her death or, um, you know, what happened after the events on Mustafar um, when he last saw her. And and that leads him, you know, there's a clue that leads him to this other planet, Bendaxa. Um, and so the next scene is, is him on the planet um, looking for the next you know, lead in the, yeah. in the investigation. And uh, he comes across a woman there who is the the spitting image of of padme and that's the last last image of this issue yeah and i love so, vader just says what mm-hmm. when he turns and and it's i think he says padme right he's like padme and it's an yeah an image of what appears to be padme now for a second i was like wait what and uh holly goes i bet it's you know it's one of her handmaidens and, uh, and yeah, that makes the most sense. And like Luke said, he's a little ahead right now. And, and he confirmed it is in fact, one of, uh, Padme's handmaidens and Luke remind me of the name. Sabe. Sabe. So it is, uh, Kira Knightley's, yes. uh, character in Phantom Menace. And, uh, she appears in the, the novel Queen Shadow. If you're familiar Absolutely. with that. Absolutely. It's tying together. We knew she was going to go out and do something big. Um, it was in her soul. She, she, uh, you know, wanted to do right by, by the queen and, um, really strong character in, in queen shadow. And that's another, I could suggest every single star Wars book for you, Holly. There's, there's value in all of them. We unpacked all of them uh, we, today. <laughs> it, we did. There was a lot of unpacking going on. There were like on. 12 boxes of star Wars that's books. Lots of star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. So much stuff. Um, so I, I'm, I'm really glad we're seeing Sabe's return. And I think we should expect probably more from her in a follow-up to queen shadow, but uh, really cool that we're getting her here. I can't wait to unpack that second issue but uh so some really cool stuff guys i mean whenever we're in vader's head i love it um i i thought it's you know it's so effective the the obi-wan stuff and the emperor stuff from from the last issue and now luke and 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 i can't wait till you know we actually get to a point where we're looking for them because you know that's where it's gonna go um maybe at least i don't know maybe it won't i thought um, I asked Michael this when we were reading it because he was like, I need to track down who took this child away from me. Yep. And I was like, so he's going to find Obi-Wan or he's going to try to find Obi-Wan. Well, at this point, Obi-Wan's gone. Remember episode four? Right. Sacrifices himself. But, but you got to think he, there was he's more gonna to retrace it. Exactly. All of those footsteps, which is why they come to Tatooine first, which is exactly. why that droid said we need to go to the place where it all started. Exactly. He knew Obi-Wan was involved, but there's a bigger there's a bigger yeah. plot here. And if they're hiding Luke, what else were they doing or who else was involved? Um, so it was really, really great stuff. And, and I love that we're just getting more time with Vader. 
this kind of stuff I think could be an effective television series. That's just yeah. me. That's just me. I think something I liked about the comic is that when he was having all of his flashbacks, it wasn't we weren't just seeing flashbacks of him and Padme. Yeah. Uh, we also saw flashbacks of other characters. Like we saw a yeah. flashback of Yoda, but I like the juxtaposition they did of him being with Shmi and telling her that he killed all the Tusken Raiders. And yeah. she made her comment to him about like, what does she say? Like, like to hate is to, to be, be human. human. And mm. then immediately after that, he had a flashback of yeah. Yoda telling him, you know, yeah. hate leads to anger. That's right. And then Ooh. after he has those flashbacks is when he really starts to get more violent and more angry in the comic. Yeah. And it's just like having those flashbacks happen when he gets to Tatooine, just like hurt him more than yeah. give him any answers. Like it's not the oh, answer absolutely. that he's looking for. And so he starts to act. Yeah more like the Vader that we assume he will be. Well, and he certainly isn't letting the past die, right? I mean, right. that's something Kylo really adopted. And, and you got to think that, you know, he tells Rey that in The Force Awakens. And, and that's, if he truly was, you know, hearing Vader, which we now know was the Emperor, a lot of that, you would think letting the past die would have been something he would have learned. But we obviously know that was the Emperor kind of manipulating Kylo or Ben Solo, that is. Um, I love what you're saying though, Holly, like it's, it is even that moment where Padme says, you know, to, 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 to be, to hate is to be human or whatever. Shmi, yeah. yeah or, or yeah, no, Padme says that, right? When he says, I hate them, the sand people, oh, yeah, sorry. the Tuscan Raiders yes, that killed his mother. You're correct. Um, and he's like fixing to like, there's so many human elements to, to, to Anakin that are now gone in mm -hmm. Vader. And it's very tragic. And it's also really sad that, like, when you take, you know, Padme saying to hate is to be human, directly then to Yoda saying hate, you know, leads to, to whatever. Anger. Like, yeah. it's such a difference. And this is one person hearing all these things from people he should trust. He should trust the person that he loves. He should also trust his master and he's getting conflicting, you know, mm -hmm. you know, ideology or whatever. And it's just, it's so tragic. It's so tragic. Well, but also kind of like Luke was saying when, you know, he reaches out and he asks Padme and Luke the same question and he gets rejected each time. Yeah. There's also some tragedy there where yeah. then he continues to seek somebody or answers about that instead yeah. of i mean he's not able to reflect in that moment yeah yeah and it's it's all i don't know he, he's still convinced though that that and this shows how much he's actually because in the last vader line right when we come from episode three he's not you don't hear him talking about like pain and anger and that's what leads to power like he's done some growing since that line to where we are now post episode five like it's incredible so he's he his whole thing in this issue is my son is weak and if he were with me he wouldn't have been that way and i'm gonna find out why he was brought up this way um so it's it's crazy stuff and i mean we get some of that really awesome um, just powerful Vader. We see him, you know, 
moving mounds of earth with just the force and 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 bringing down that ship with mm-hmm. with his hands and really awesome stuff that we got in Vader in the in the in the video games that you really don't see in television now we did in Rogue One obviously but uh, I thought it was just really great and that was a great start to this line I'm I'm so excited uh, Luke any other thoughts about this are you glad that I hit you up 20 minutes before <laughs> we shoot to to say hey you want you mind knocking this one out really quick. Yeah, I just had so much fun with a lot of the the little tie-ins, and I think that's yeah. one of the the beautiful things about as the canon continues to develop and we go back to time periods that that originated so long ago. You know, we're dealing with um, the days following Empire Strikes Back. You know, so we're going back to a story that was created in, in 1980. Yeah. Uh, but now we now they're peppering in other bits of canon that developed later. Yeah. With it, and it's like it's really beautiful and fun to see it. Like, uh, I it's it's funny because I just watched like 40 minutes of uh, Rogue One last night, mm. trying to trying to kind of prep for the big showdown Let's coming go. with uh, <laughs> Jory and Brent, and uh, you know the Death Troopers are such a an iconic part of oh. that movie. Probably one of the the best, if not the best, like trooper design. Yes. And it, and it comes out in this anthology movie, you know, in the Disney era. And now they're able to, you know, take those troopers and they put them in rebels. Yeah. And then they're putting them in this comic as hanging out with Vader and accompanying Vader on missions, which we obviously never saw in the original trilogy, but it's nice now to say like, Oh yeah, of course he hung out with some death troopers from time to time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and another small little bit like that, that I really enjoyed was, uh, Masameda is a character that, um, me and my friends like to talk about cause it's a really like interesting design. Uh, and he has some kind of funny, uh, funny facial expressions in the prequels. Mm-hmm. If you really pay attention to him and he, you know, for people who aren't familiar with the name, he's the blue skinned guy with the big horns Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of um, uh, Palpatine's like second hand, uh, right hand person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see him there in the Senate chamber with him and things like that. And uh, we know from the Aftermath books that he stuck around through the Civil War era, the original trilogy era, and is actually around post Jedi even. So again, it makes sense that he would be around during all these, these events. So, uh, at the beginning, when you see the emperor try to get in contact with Vader as he's leaving cloud city, uh, it's Masameda reaching out for him to try to establish that contact. And so it's just like, it's a small little thing like that, uh, that I really enjoy that kind of ties in all these various elements of the canon that continues to develop in books and comics and shows. I love that you brought up our, our second favorite favorite blue skinned character in Star Wars, Thrawn being number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, something else, like I, he could probably have his own story alone. If you're the Emperor, well, I mean, not the Chancellor's right hand man, Valorum before even you know Palpatine, you're in power that long. There's a story to be told there, my friend. Like, and I feel like it wouldn't, it could, it, it could, you know, you could do it without jeopardizing any canon material. Like, what kept him around so long? What, what yeah. things was he doing behind the Emperor's back? You know, maybe that were just kind of self-serving, um, but kept him around a long time. I, I think he's such a undervalued character so far. I, I would be 
intrigued to see the po- more of that political side of, of Coruscant and, and the under, you know, not so much the underworld, but like the really dark stuff that we see in the Thrawn, the new Thrawn series from Timothy Zahn um, and what's going on um, there. So I, I'm glad you really brought him up because he's an undervalued character in my opinion. Um, I do have yeah. to say, when we were reading the comics and I think that there was um, a panel where the death troopers were talking, but they weren't like real words oh, in the so bubbles. Good. And I was like trying to read it, but it was on the iPad and it was like over yeah. Michael's shoulder. And I was like, can you like turn that? that? Just blurry? I, I was like, I can't even read what they're saying. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, that's the point. Just that, you know, rawr, like, rawr, rawr, rawr. You can't understand yeah. him in the movie. But then later the mm. death troopers are trying to talk when yeah. he lands on, um, on Tatooine. It was Tatooine. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Now I'm getting all the planets mixed up. Um, but he lands on Tatooine and he, you know, is met there. Mm-hmm. And then he, they're trying to talk to the death troopers and yeah. he's like, what was that? I'm sorry. I, I didn't catch that yeah. over and over again. Yeah, that was, no, it was, that was really good. Um, now we just watched the episode of rebels with the Kyber crystal, right. And it's being protected by uh, death troopers and it was really unfortunate. I know they needed to speak to kind of explain what was going on, but I was really kind of bummed that they didn't just have them kind of like, like cause I think it's, I think it's so effective. They definitely had a tone that, you know, tried to, 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 to show you it's the same characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it's so nice seeing, you know, them just not serving director Krennic, right? And they're, they're actually helping out um, in other areas of the empire, but it was just, what a, a great issue. And one other thing I wanted to bring up. Do you guys recall when Palpatine is hailing Vader, right? And Admiral Piaz is like, I have to, I regret to inform you, sir, that the, the Lord Vader's not here right now. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know where he's going. He says something and, and he says he's like unavailable. And Palpatine just laughs. He's like, oh, is he now? And I love it because I think that explains a lot. I think Palpatine knows exactly what he's doing and he's letting him go because he knows that those reminders and that past is just going to fuel that fire even more that he has lit Invader, and he'll be even that much more powerful of an ally um, in the battles to come. I thought that was, it was a very short moment, but it was, I, to me, it was very effective. Well, Palpatine has been able to predict Vader's yeah. and Anakin's behavior yeah. through most of this, right? Exactly. And so yeah. he's just playing cards you yeah know? well and i'll be honest i thought we were directly going to start saying hey let's go look for those rebels right because that's ultimately what's going to happen um but it's i don't know he's going going and trying to figure out and punish whoever uh uh was hiding him the whole time and it was really funny because when they first got to tattooing the droid said well there's no one here. It looks like you can't punish anyone. I was like, I will. It may be you, droid. Um, so that little droid was a lot of fun. So anything else about that comic line? I don't think so. It was really good, guys. If you haven't checked it out, there are only two issues deep right now. It's a good time to jump in and, and learn a little, little. you know, sometimes we call it semi-canon, but I don't know. This, this felt right to me. This felt like a really good story, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Um, and what's Vader going to do with that handmaiden? I don't want to know. Um, but I hope he doesn't punish her. He's definitely going to try to get some information, which will be interesting. So, uh, guys, and now I know you guys listening, uh, I'm sure you did check out the latest issue of Star Wars Clone Wars, the final season. 
Together Again. Is that the title? That, that's close enough. Um, <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. Um, we find our, you know, three familiar characters, the Rafa sisters. Martez sisters. The Martez. Why am I? Rafa is one of the characters. Yeah. <laughs> the Martez sisters and Ahsoka, you know, in prison still with the Pike Syndicate. And uh, y'all have seen the episode. I don't, I don't want to summarize it too much. But Luke, I want to start with you. What do you think about this latest episode? Are we getting, is it is it getting a little more heavy now? Or we're getting closer to that that final arc? Are you feeling it, Build? Oh, yeah. We got the, the first appearance of the big kahuna. Ooh, I like the, that. Uh, you know, Maul is probably one of the best parts of Clone Wars, the fact that they brought him back. Mm. And some of the episodes with him, you know, in earlier seasons are some of the most like, dramatic and intense Star Wars around mm. so uh, plus Sam Witwer does an amazing job uh, doing the voice acting uh, for Maul so it's great uh, to have him back in, in a substantial scene and it lets us it's the bridge to the next and final arc mm. of the season that I listened to an interview with Ashley Eckstein on Rebel Force Radio and she um, she was like that the last four episodes the last arc is is just going to blow everyone away mm. is what she said so it's really exciting that we're on the precipice now you know uh in about to go into that and to see maul and knowing that we're going to deal with maul and mandalore as we saw you know bo katan and some mandalorians again uh in this episode it's all you know wetting the the appetite getting us really hungry for these uh these next four and hopefully to get, get us through uh, a good portion of the quarantine, hopefully. Yes, absolutely. And that it was, it was a bit of a, just a tease of what's to come, you know, with Maul sensing Ahsoka's presence through the hologram. I thought that was really cool. Right. As soon as that happened, I was like, you just seem kind of flinch and you're like, Oh snaps. He senses her. Well, yeah, I was like, He's going to know that she's there because yeah. she was eavesdropping on them, yeah. right? And then he just, like, turns and, like, oh. looks at where she was standing. Yeah. And I was like, dang. It was so effective. <laughs> it was such a brief moment. Um, it was a really great way to, to bring Maul into things and to, to, frankly, this is, you know, he referenced, he tells the Pikes there, hey, if you're going to fail me again, then, uh, you know, Crimson Dawn would be more than happy to come in and take your place. And that's the first, the earliest reference we hear of Crimson Dawn. So they seem like they're the smaller of the syndicates, the upcomer, mm -hmm. the up and coming, you know, group that is looking to make a statement. Um, and that kind of makes a little sense now why uh, Dryden doesn't mess around with people um, and, and takes no chances and uh, is quick to judge. So it's making a little more sense now, but it was such an effective moment, and I, something that I love, Holly, we were watching Rebels. You're finally in season four. Oh, my God, yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, Luke, we watched uh, Twin Sons, one of the best uh, episodes of Rebels. And, of course, you know, uh, spoiler alert for anyone listening, if you haven't finished Rebels, you know, it's going to be spoiled here for you. Um, or if you haven't finished season three, I should say, of Rebels, it's going to be spoiled. So at the, f the final confrontation of, of, of Obi-Wan and Maul, 
Um, of course, I went, you know, frame by frame and showed Holly exactly what was transpiring in this few seconds of battle. And it was beautiful, right, Holly? I mean, it was yeah. such a great summary. Um, Very well done. And Holly just says, man, I really just want to see what really led Maul to this point. And I said, well, Holly, then we need to go back in time <laughs> and watch all of the Clone Wars because that story is there and I can't wait. We're going to get back into it once we finish Rebels and, you know, get caught up to yeah. season seven. So we've got, you've gotten some of it already, but um, so there's a lot of story there to be told. Uh, Holly, what did you think of the latest episode? Are, are, is it, are you starting to get to that point where you're just like, I can see it's it's um, difficult to come into it at season seven. I totally yeah, get that. I kind of feel like I'm jumping around a lot. And yeah. since I'm finishing up Rebels and now finishing up the Clone Wars at the same time. Yeah. I am finding myself like watching both on the same day. And then I'm like, it's wait, tough. was that Rebels? Was yeah, that Clone no. Wars? Now I'm confused. Same. Everything's blending together. I do have to say, I still don't think that Clone Wars is my favorite yeah. thing. And I do have a hard time just like feeling all in when I'm watching it. But I, now I am starting to be more interested. I think Mm -hmm. that this last episode that came out on Friday, like really like captured my attention more than the other ones did. So I think that it is starting to pull me in. It will. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a little more depth now because you were coming in and just, you know, what, what is the purpose of this? And now you were starting to, we're starting to understand where we're going Mm -hmm. in, in this final arc. And, but I'll be honest, like the Clone Wars is great. There's some not so great moments, but folks need to remember Clone Wars was introduced in a time where we didn't think we were getting any more Star Wars ever. And so, okay, we need to embrace this this cartoon. <laughs> and it's the only Star Wars we're going to get for, you know, whatever we get in the future. George wanted to do some more animated stuff. So, okay, let's get on board mm-hmm. with this. And it was a rocky start especially with the movie not being so great and people not really liking Ahsoka, but that people latched onto it. And so you got to remember the times that it was released. It's, it always has an effect. Is this the only Star Wars right now? Let's latch onto it. Um, but, you know, Rebels came at a time where we were getting more stuff, you know. Um, Rebels took a break for Rogue One to be released. So that's the, where, you know, the timeline for you. It was, you know, things were happening already with the sequel trilogy, too. Um, so people love, it's a great, you know, series, of course, but you know, that's all people had back then. I think something that I really liked about this episode of the Clone Wars is that you really start to see like Ahsoka being true to herself because I kind of feel like you saw her in, in this arc, you see her be a little bit lost in the beginning and she's trying to pretend she's not a Jedi and make these friends and still do to her what she believes to be the right thing. Yeah. But she doesn't really do the right thing because mm-hmm. she doesn't want to reveal herself as, yeah. you know, being a, or previously having been a Jedi, I guess yeah. to say. And then she's just kind of scared of the way that the Martez sisters are going to react to that. Right. So she mm-hmm. tries to get them away. So then she can actually do something with her powers, the force that she has, mm-hmm. but ultimately they end up finding out who she is. Yeah. And I think, that that is another eye-opening. I think this whole arc, you've seen her have all these eye-opening experiences, but mm-hmm. none of them have been really, like, about people. It's been more yeah. about the Jedi Order, right? Yeah. And now you have her having this experience with people where, you know, they are they had previously spoken poorly of the Jedi, right? And yeah. now they're like, you are the Jedi that, like, we would like to see. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like she wasn't expecting, she wasn't anticipating them no. to respond to her that way. And I think that 
that was kind of a cool interaction to kind of see her, you know, be true to herself and do the right thing and then have someone respond to her in a way that supports that, even though she wasn't expecting it. And I think that that was a really good message. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's not all, you know, roses after, after this episode, It, it leaves you on a good note of just like, you know, she's a little hesitant because to, 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 we'll just jump into the end to go with the Mandalorians to, to Mandalore to get into this fight. She knows what it's going to lead to and it's going to lead back and getting back into the, maybe not necessarily joining the Jedi, but saying, I got to take up the cause again to end this and, 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 and to, to, to defeat Maul um and, and help the mandalorians along the way so luke am i wrong in that like this isn't just a fairy tale ending for her because later on in the ahsoka novel i mean she grapples with a lot of the, it feels like the same the same sentiment of of you know she's still high she's not embracing her power she's still hiding them from people this isn't like an aha moment of wow people will love what i am and, and who i've become something's gonna happen on mandalore in this final arc i feel whatever it's gonna be that's it's gonna be bigger than what we've seen ever with ahsoka yeah i think by the time of the ahsoka novel it's it's slightly different because that's post order 66 so yeah. it's it's more about just self-preservation yeah, and not true. be added that's as a true. Jedi. True. Here, it's it was interesting to me. I think she just doesn't want to move through the world as yeah. a Jedi so much anymore. Like yeah. she's trying to start her new life, uh, you know, figure out who she is outside of the Order because that's yeah. for so long what she's been. And then obviously, I think she really doesn't want to reveal it to the Martez sisters once she learns their their past with their parents and how they feel about the Jedi. So she doesn't want to have them, you know, put all those bad feelings onto her, which they almost eventually do anyways. Uh, But yeah, it's, it's, she knows that if she goes to Mandalore and gets, gets involved with this, that it could, you know, lead her back to uh, contact with the order more directly, the Republic who's dealing with, you know, the war all over the galaxy, which we know we're going to get, we have to get, you know, another discussion, another meeting between her and Anakin. And that is going to be really intense. Yeah. Uh, Presumably the last time they're together until the big uh, confrontation we see in Rebels, which is really beautifully and powerfully done. Yeah. Uh, So that's going to be a wonderful intense moment or a couple of moments we're going to get in these upcoming episodes when she does get, you know, it's interesting that the story is kind of, she tries to break away and say, no, I'm moving on from the order. I'm establishing my own way. But like the force is like drawing her back into the events of the galaxy Mm. and uh, she, she can't quite escape it. It's a, it's a great point that, you know, she, (laughs) leaving Anakin was hard enough. And you think about, you know, her walking from the order and that was their last interaction. And then you have her confronting Vader and rebels and knowing that's my former master. Yeah. What, I, I mean, how are they going to leave? What are the terms going to be like now? Is it going to be, I'm, you know, I, I can't wait to catch up more and, <laughs> and my God, what's the future going to bring us? And, and there's these good thoughts maybe, or things get even deeper for them. And then 
yeah, then that next confrontation is is her and Vader. Like, I just, I can't imagine where we're going with this. And if Ashley Eckstein and, and Sam Witwer are saying this is some of the, the best Star Wars story that they've ever received, then I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And, and um, just, you know, more Ahsoka, it's, it's going to be awesome. Um, any, anything else about this episode that really sticks out, Holly? Yeah, I just think, I guess coming back to the general themes of the episode, I forget what the beginning statement oh. was. You don't have to You don't have to be afraid of who you were. No, it's like you can't run. I don't know. I'm yeah. not going to try to repeat it because yeah. I don't know what it is. But it was something like you can't run from yourself. Yeah. Or like you can run from yourself, but you can't escape yourself. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can change who you are, but you cannot run from yourself. Yes. See? And so you just, I think that this is something that's common. I mean, we even see it, I mean, all throughout each Star Wars trilogy that comes out, you see you see these Jedi struggling with their identity and struggling with how do I do the right thing and mm-hmm. how do I make the right decisions. And, like, so much depends on, like, the outcome of the galaxy depends on the decisions that I'm making right now. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter. Like Luke said, the force just pulls you back in. It doesn't really matter yeah. how hard you try to get away from that. And I feel like it, it almost, this is a Lincoln park song. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, almost, like it, it almost second. seems like it's like a little bit selfish to have this power and have this responsibility and try to walk away from using yeah. it to do good and to fight this You're evil that's coming right. in. And I feel like the themes that we're seeing is it doesn't really matter because you can't walk away from it because yeah. you know that your responsibility is to try to do the right thing. And right now that yeah. is having this fight yeah. and trying to win this war. And that's a great message to kids, right? Like, yeah. I mean, if you're, you know, fortunate enough to be, you know, have abilities in this show, but, you know, are fortunate enough to be, you know, doing whatever, like, it's an obligation to 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 mm-hmm. step in and yeah. to help where you can. It's use not that, use your platform that you have exactly. to do the things that need to be done. Be a force for good, right, Holly? That's right. My That's question. what Star Wars is all about. But I really like that theme in this yeah. because I feel like it's something that we see all through Star Wars, yeah. where it's kind of like that. I'm going to give up. I'm just going to walk away. I don't want this responsibility anymore. It's but a similar story, of Luke Skywalker, right? And then I'd love to help. Uh, you know, the rebellion, but sorry, I, you know, I, my aunt and uncle are going to be pissed. Uh, I got, you know, I got, I got motivators to fix like it, but it, it compels you, you know, mm-hmm. things happen. The, the, the yeah. universe unfolds as it should. And, and those who are destined to step up, they and will. It's, it's not even the Jedi, right? I mean, yeah. if we're going to, if we're going to talk about, you know, the standalone films, we see that in Rogue One. We have that interaction right. between Cassian and Jyn Erso where he's like, I've been in this fight since I was six years old. Like, yeah. you're not the only one who's lost Wow, anything. that sounds like a trivia question, Holly. Ooh. That might be a, a hint to our competitors mm-hmm. here. We'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, I like that theme that yeah. is there. So You're absolutely right. It's it's in all Star Wars and even, even the animated series. It's fantastic. Things are going to get deep. Um, phrasing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. It, it, This whole arc has felt a little filler, but I like the moments we we find, like, uh, Ahsoka's so much more enlightened after having this experience with them, right? Like, you know, she's in the Pike Syndicate doing some good, and but she just, she understands people so much more. And I think that's 
something that was really lacking for her and that that's what's going to make her a, a good asset to the rebellion later on she she's had these experiences and and she didn't get that at a young age being in the jedi order like she missed out on a lot of interactions and, and she herself probably would have handled a situation similar to that that jedi who approached the the martez sisters and just said hey the, the force will be with you sorry about your parents like that probably would have been how she would have handled interactions like that but it's these experiences that that are showing there's much more than than just you know defeating the enemy there there's lives at stake there's 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 much more people that are going to be affected by this and and that's it makes her very compassionate and you see that in the ahsoka novel too she goes out of her way to protect strangers and i feel like if you if you are a jedi and you don't really have empathy for people who are being affected by this what's the difference yeah. between you and the dark side then i feel it's like a, there's a fine line there and yeah if you're lacking that empathy I mean, yeah. No, I mean, she on both sides. She had a lot of issues with the order when she left. I mean, right? They didn't trust her, um, and a lot of this stuff. But there's, you know, the Jedi quickly become soldiers, and 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 lead this war. And it's it's not what people were expecting. Um, so it's it's great. I freaking love it. It's so good, and I cannot wait until we get these final few episodes, final four episodes, right? Mm -hmm final four i mean i hope this is the, this there's, there's no more you know there's no more martez sisters i mean they were cool but like let's go let's get some more mall um let's you know i'm done with the pike syndicate let's get to mandalore um we've got bo katan and i, and I love the interaction we have a common common enemy um and and let's go Let, let's go fight mall it's gonna be freaking awesome uh anything else guys on Clone Wars. I would say it'd be interesting yeah. to see how they uh, retroactively add some of the newer canon back in. Yeah. Because we know these were originally developed, oh. uh, you know, a while back, years ago. Yeah. And they finally got finished and fleshed out in there. They're peppering in yeah. some canon that developed more recently. So, you know, making Maul talk about Crimson Dawn yeah. in this mm -hmm. episode yep. is, you know, a piece of canon from Solo pulled in. Yeah. And so what I'm really intrigued about uh, is in these final four episodes, we go back to Mandalore. Yeah. What what tie in to the Mandalorian series yeah. might we get that that Dave Filoni, you know, didn't have in the original scripts for these episodes years ago. Yep. But then was able to to work in. To the story now that you know we're coming back to it and finishing this series this season um in, in this new era this new disney era that is uh you know a really intriguing possibility if we could see uh you know what those what other connections there might be like that absolutely i think you, you hit the nail on the head last week talking about the armor mm -hmm. like ah, was insanely familiar mm -hmm. that voice so could that be a tie-in? You know, I don't know. We don't really know who those Mandalorians are. Um, I mean, Bo-Katan took yeah. her helmet off, but we, we have no idea who the others are. So yeah. I, it definitely feels like it's going to be connected. I just think it's fun that now we're at the point where we are looking for those Easter eggs in the yeah. new canon mm -hmm. because I feel like we spent so long being like, okay, here's this new movie. Like, what can we see from the original trilogy in it? Like yeah. what, like, oh, you know, what callbacks can we get here? But now we're kind of getting into the overlap with the newer material that's mm -hmm. come out. And I like that. I think that's been kind of fun. Yeah. And also where does 
where's Gideon right now? The 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 our mm-hmm. our villain of yeah. Mandalorian. Often they're you know Tarkin was a part of 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 the the uh, Republic. He he was in the Republic mm-hmm. Army, um, and so like, what's Gideon doing right now? Will we see him at all? I, I don't know. It's He's searching it's, for that dark saber. I don't know. Is he going to earn it? Is it just going to fall into his hands? I don't know, but it's going to be it's going to be interesting. So um, we might not get all the answered here, but who knows? Maybe we will in four episodes. But uh, anything else, guys? Star Wars on the mind or um. Fixer Upper? Or any any commentary <laughs> on Chip and, Go- and Joanna Go- Gaines? Chip Go- and Joanna. Go- <laughs> Go- well, I mean, uh, that's fitting. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, guys, I, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you're getting your fix of Star Wars content. Um, uh, cause come in the Clone Wars, I, I mean, uh, production on a lot of stuff is halted right now. I mean, I just hope that everyone is rewatching or yeah. finishing Rebels like come I on. am because yeah. when I'm done with it, I'm ready to talk about We're gonna it. We're going to talk about it. Might be some Patreon exclusive stuff. I'm probably not going to stop talking about it. Probably not. But what you're you're also going to continue reading canon novels, right? That's true. I'm reading Bloodline right now. This Absolutely. is the rest of the book club. Yeah. I'm three chapters in. Do we have a date yet? No, not, not yet. yet. So just keep reading everyone. Yeah. So about the book club, I kind of, I know that right now, if you don't have the book, it's a hard time to get the book. And so I definitely want to make sure that if anybody who wants to read it and kind of like read it along with the book club and then listen to the episode when Mm -hmm. it comes out, I want to make sure that people have time to order it if they're not going to get like the ebook or the audio book. So it will probably be maybe like early or mid may when we have the conversation just because i want to give everyone time to get the book and read it definitely um so that's kind of where i'm thinking of the timeline of the book club conversation and it's cool because the book's been out for a while so a lot of people have already picked it up what they remember they can contribute but uh Mm -hmm. i think that's very kind of you holly thank you very kind thinking about the people very star wars (laughs) of you um so i'm looking forward to that uh we'll set a date here soon guys um but uh yeah, I really don't have anything else. Um, you know, kind of slow Star Wars stuff, but I'm going to keep reading those Vader comics. We're probably going to read uh, issue two next week and talk about that. Um, I'm going back and reading the main line from the 2015 start, and I'm really enjoying that. Um, Luke's probably already blown through that first line at this point, right, Luke? Well, I, I took a little break from the main line to kind of catch up on some of the others. I've been really enjoying uh, Poe Dameron and... Uh, Dr. Afra as well. Let's go. And I'm on that second Vader, Vader line. So I'm doing a little bit of everything. And yeah, it's really enjoyable. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. The, oh God, there's new Afra stuff out now. It's hard to keep up with that stuff if you're really digging into the new canon stuff. Um, there's also a, a, a continuation of um, the Alphabet Squadron, right? With Shadows Fall. If I'm recalling, we have an excerpt from that. We'll probably be digging into that here soon. Um, so that's our next novel. Have you I think, read being Alphabet released. Squadron? I haven't finished it. You're listening Are you to calling it right me now. Out? No, I'm asking. Well, here's the thing. I've I've read half of it a long time ago. Forgot it. Mm-hmm. Um, started listening to the audio book on my way uh, to do some yard work at my madres and uh, couldn't pay attention to anything that was happening. Just zoomed out the whole time. Zoned out. Zoomed out. All of the above. It's all the above. Um, when you're dehydrated and uh, exhausted, you tend to zone out. Or zoom out. Or zoom out. Whatever. Zone zoom. That works. 
Yeah, was that a Hyundai thing? It's Reference? Mazda. Mazda, whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, I need to catch up on that because I'd love to read, you know, Shadows Fall when it comes out. So I'm super excited when for that. When is that coming out? Do we uh, know? Do we have a date? Probably a month. I've I've got a date. It's in the next couple months. There's a there's several coming out. Oh um, god. I've got the list right here. Hold on a sec. Uh May. Queen's Peril, which is the prequel to Queen's Shadow. Oh, it's a prequel. Okay. Yeah, it actually takes place before Queen's Shadow. It's and it takes place before Phantom Menace. Even I think it's when she's getting elected as queen. Okay. Uh, Naboo and uh, there's a new Thrawn book, which is also a prequel to the Thrawn series. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to take place when he was still with the Chiss. That's also a release date in May. I don't know if any of these have been moved with everything going on. Yeah. yeah. But uh, and then June is. Um, Shadow Fall, or I have it on my list of Shadow Fail, but it's probably a typo. Oh no, it may <laughs> <Shadow> be. Shadow Fail. <laughs> so there's definitely some novels in coming out, and and I know the production for the the Disney Plus stuff has been postponed. So yeah, that's concerning. Yeah, but it, yeah. I mean, it was going to happen with everything that's going on. I mean, you imagine yeah. actors also have to social distance. Oh, absolutely. I did hear um, that Diego Luna's children just recovered from the coronavirus that's too bad but they're he said in an interview that they're recovering yeah so i mean that's good but i it's affecting everybody Absolutely. and everything it does not discriminate so that's right. yeah there's one example of it not doing so so take it seriously guys we are here and then as soon as it's all said and done and and i have that thermometer that i can you know test people as they come into my house uh, we'll get back to doing in-person podcasts and having book club in person and, and get back to that exciting stuff and, and just that camaraderie. It's going to be nice um, as much as, you know, being shut in uh, with the lovely Holly is fantastic. Mm -hmm. We are yearning for interaction. Yes. So um, we'll definitely be doing that soon. But uh, we'll so get Luke in here to. That's right. Play a little. What battle? For, what did you want him? What were you guys going to stream? Uh, well, I wasn't going to show you how to play Empire at War, oh. but we're going to get Luke in here. He's going to play um, Jedi Fallen Order uh -huh. and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, I think an epic Empire at War battle, I mean, whoever we're playing, I mean, I, it would be what is sensational. That? It's uh, role playing. It's freaking awesome. I'll show you. It's okay. fantastic. Um, and guys, I will tell you this, this Saturday, this coming Saturday, we will be filming uh, the first of the new era of trivia trials with Brent and Jory. I'm super excited for this. Very um, exciting. It's, it, you know, trivia trials is, it's meant to be entertaining, Holly, but it can get competitive. It really can. You know, you're going to get some softball questions. Mm -hmm. That's just going to happen. I'm going to build you up. I'm going to build your confidence to just tear, tear you back down you with a down. deep and sweaty question. <laughs> Luke's been there before. He just, you know, tended to ace all the questions because he's just that good. Um, that's the dark side of Michael coming out. That's right. No, that's exactly what it yes. is. That's exactly what it is. Um, so study up. Jory and Brent, if you're listening, um, we will be filming that, like I said, this weekend. That'll be coming to you guys soon. Uh, but trivia trials tend to have a lot of post-production work. Um, so that'll take me a little bit of time. So we are doing that, guys. Expect that soon. Um, and, yeah, keep enjoying Star Wars wherever you can. And, and, and if you enjoy what you're hearing here, you know, hit us up on Facebook. Uh, give us a review on Facebook. Huh? Did you know that's a thing? People can go review our page. 
That's yeah. awesome. Go do that. If you haven't already, go. Well, no one has because uh, <laughs> I, I just found that out the other day. If you can't, guys, go on Facebook. Give this podcast a review. Let us know what you think. Uh, go on on Apple Podcasts and give that a five-star review. If you like it, let us know. Um, go watch my stories that I post on the Flying Casual Insta. Those are really good stories. They entertain me, too. Like yeah. I enjoy it because I have no idea that you're doing it. I'm like, ah, that's really funny. Um, so nice work, Holly. Thank you. Um, yeah, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, go check out the YouTube. There's a lot of fun stuff in there. I'm trying to take nice short clips of really great discussion. We have to drive a little more traffic to the podcast. And if you want to just watch 10 to 15 minutes of something we're discussing, go check that out there too. Um, you definitely going to want to see trivia trials on YouTube. I'm going to sure. tell you that right now. Um, there should be some good entertainment value there. So when that comes out, guys, we'll let you know, check that out there. Um, but hit us up, send us an email. Um, send us a YouTube comment. You could mail us something. Um, send us a message by Space Wheel. By Space Wheel. But uh, hold the toilet paper because, guys, I did find 18 rolls. So rest good. assured, we're good <laughs> for a while. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>